Hey, don't just sit there. Give us a five-star review. Whether you download from Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else, just go in there, give us a five-star review, say nice things about us. It's, it's very simple. It's all I ask. I'd do the same thing for you. Fred and Fred, Fred and Fred, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. Welcome along to the Brad and Brit cast. We're, we're glad you're with us here. Thank you very much. Can I, uh, can I tell you something that I've done twice in the last week that's just so stupid? I mean, it's, it's just so blindingly stupid. And what's even worse, I didn't learn from the time I did it the first time to the time I did it again. This is so stupid, I'm embarrassed to tell my wife because she'll just add that to the list oh, and no. then bring it back up at me. Oh, so here no. it is. Ready? Here yeah. we go. And, and I know if you're listening on a podcast uh, and you can't see me, I'm wearing uh, totally wireless little little headphones. They have a little black stems coming down them. Yeah. And uh, last last week, I'm cutting my hedges around the house. In fact, right outside the window where I'm at. They're really right. high. I have to get on a ladder. It's kind of been and I'm and the next thing I know, I turn my head and the right. Um, uh, uh, one falls out, gets caught in the brush and falls out. But it doesn't just fall on the ground because it falls in a pile of leaves and, and all kinds. In other words, the most camouflage yeah. bit of real estate on earth that right. you can't find anything in. Right. So it only took me a half hour. I finally found it. Okay. <laughs> you would think, you would think that someone, when that happened, would go, hey, maybe next time I'm doing yard work or something. I'd be a little bit more careful. Sure. You would be wrong because this morning there I was, and I wasn't really doing anything important. I was just cleaning up around the, the, uh, the outside of the house. I had to walk through this one area where there's a tree and sure enough, bam, the same one falls out again, but this time in even a more camouflaged, impossible to find area. It's seven in the morning. It's still dark. I go Jesus. back in the house. I got a flashlight now, and I, I'm crawling around in 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 dirty leaves and and, and now dead black eyed Susan. Just, just total, <laughs> and I can't find the damn thing. And I thought, all right, be cool, don't panic, don't yeah. panic. These are like they're not that they're like eighty bucks. Still, and I thought, you know what? First, my first thought is, you know what? I can live with one. I, you know, airplanes can oh, fly with one engine. I no. can live with one of these. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. Let's wait until it gets light out, you know, in, in another half hour or so when it's really bright, and I'll be able to find it. And I did find it. And here's the question. You answer this. Has Brad learned his lesson? No, what he has, has not. Happened again? I'm going to say no, that you, you've not learned your lesson in the least, and there is not a lesson <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, but I, I, I'll tell you what, there's just nothing like a big old bowl of stupid for breakfast, huh? There's <laughs> not, nothing like a big old bowl of dumb. The best part Jeez. of waking up is stupid in your yeah. cup right there. Just being, just being stupid. All right, I got an idea here. Why don't we move from from west to east, just like the, uh, the sun comes up in the west every morning. Very interesting. Uh, right. That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so the, uh, uh, the, the, the California, uh, recall election, wait, I was a nail biter. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what, I, I've had the coffee going. I was ready to go all night. Here's but you the, never the, know until you know, you know, you just never know. But, but wait, here's the here's the miracle of, of, of that process out there. They had the votes counted and a decision made by 1140, 840 out there, 40 minutes after the polls closed. Now, you can say, well, that's because it was a big margin. No, they had like 70 percent of the votes counted by that time, and that was enough to make a call. And that's, of course, because California is one of those states where they count the mail-in ballots as they right. come in, right. and they have the total, and they keep it secret, and then right when the polls close, wham, they, they start to release them, which, of course, is a very, very intelligent thing to do. There are several other states that do it, and then there are ones like North fucking Carolina, okay, where we can't start counting our votes until after the polls close by and after law, by, in by law of, by, by law also that happened in Pennsylvania right. that's part of the reason that yeah. the total they they by law were not allowed to start counting those ballots until election day that's exactly right. what happened right. and that's why baby that, Huey's been throwing a fit for you know uh, six months or eight months or whatever right but but you can't for the life of yourself and anybody you've ever talked to or seen in your uh, uh, give a legitimate reason no. why you would do that. It makes no. no sense, especially especially in a world where we want instant everything. We want instant results. We want to know right now. We don't want to have to wait. The longer you have to wait, the more shit gets thrown into the uh, in, into the process, as we just saw in in 2020. And so, California, you know, congratulations to them for having a system in place where they get those votes counted because just, just think, I mean, that state is so humongous and there, there's a million places. If they didn't start counting the votes until 11 o'clock last night, our time, you know, it, it would have been terrible. Um, they might've gotten done by early this morning or, or, or something, but, but it would have made no sense. So, so good for them. Well, it has uh, to be, I mean, it has to be something, a two to one margin. I mean, as you said, it was, Completely decisive. Democrats did come out uh, in a very off, 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 off season election. Uh, anything could happen between now and the midterms in 2020, but it's still it's it's a good omen. It's got to be a good omen for Democrats, right? Oh, yeah. It, it, how about it's not a bad omen. And uh, I get to uh, eat a cookie when I get off because I, I, I finally heard the uh, first little rumblings uh, by a KNBC reporter from from uh, the NBC station in Los Angeles who covers state politics out there say uh, this isn't just a win for Gavin Newsom but if he gets reelected next year because you know there's a re regular election next year if he gets reelected again you can expect him to uh, go onto Google flights and start making reservations to fly to oh say New Hampshire just to be neighborly okay so yes he becomes a you know a a reemergent, powerful Democratic figure, uh, if and when he gets reelected, and if he if he's lucky enough to run against Larry Elder one on one, right, and then kicks his ass again, which he would, there is no doubt about that. Then uh, it will happen. The Republicans, and you can make this argument. Some people are making it. I'll I'll, I'll make it now. I don't think Trumpism is completely dead, but it's in intensive care. And we did find a little intensive care uh, political closet to uh, put it on life support right now. The entire Republican Trumpism idea that if you run close enough 
to Trump and embrace him, uh, you can you can gain a, a following that's good enough to win in a general election. And I know this wasn't a general election. No. Um, but uh, it 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 just doesn't fly in in states except for the reddest of the red states. And you know what I think? I think if I was Ted Budd, who is the uh, uh, endorsed Donald Trump Senate candidate for Jesus. the Republican nomination in this state, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be heading down to Costco and buying a whole bunch of toilet paper. You can get you can get uh, 32 rolls for about $17 because he's going to need it because the embrace of Donald Trump in anything but the reddest of the red states. And we're not one of the reddest of the red states. We're pretty we're fairly purple um for 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 these purposes um it's not going to work it it, mm. it it's not going to work not every here. time no I, every nope. time i think that though every time i started thinking north carolina takes a step forward they always take about seven steps back so i mean i think you're right i think what you're saying is correct but north carolina has broken my heart so many times in the past i can certainly think like i i certainly thought when Harvey Gantt was running against uh, against Jesse Helms, I thought this will be the time we can do. Oh, I know, <laughs> but but you know, just try, try to try not to be burdened down with 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 history, uh, <laughs> other situations, because as we know in so many different instances, because of Trump and Trumpism, it is different this time. It really, but, really is. But regardless, because think about it. When, when they kicked out Gray Davis, who was the the. Uh, uh, other Democratic governor who was subject to being recalled. Um, the Republicans back then, at least, were still an organized enough legitimate party that they coalesced around one guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, Schwarzenegger, you know, became the uh, uh, replacement and then he won election. Right. Mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger got. So contrast that now. <laughs> what do they have? Forty six. 46 is that the same as an nfl roster like the the, the first four is that about right is that close uh, it's close it's in the it's in the neighborhood yeah right, yeah, right. it's yeah. certainly more than major league baseball does major league baseball only have like 25 or, or and then they expand it let's say they go to they go to 30 for the playoffs and stuff yeah. like that so yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so so more than the dodgers more than the giants <laughs> more than the padres but regardless um, of whether gavin yeah. newsom decides to run for president or not it's still an impressive victory in and of itself I think he carried Orange County, which is always a big deal because there's yeah. it's always yeah. been a, a big conservative stronghold in Orange County. Uh, it, it was a decisive, as you as you pointed out yesterday, it needs to be a decisive. It was an ass kicking. It's, it's two to one, and it just shows. That, I don't, I don't know exactly what it shows. I hope it shows that Donald Trump's uh, ability to enthrall people and his his uh, uh, handle on the electorate is over. Well, I hope that's that's one thing that it shows. I, I think very little of Larry Elder. I really do for about a hundred reasons. But at one moment last night or early this morning, our time, I guess, he, by Trump's definition, offended Donald Trump, insulted him, broke with him by conceding the election. Okay. And, and, and remember the bar, how low it is that when you get your butt kicked by a, a two to one margin overall uh, to concede defeat in the world of Donald Trump, you're a loser, right? In a, where are the lawsuits today? W- wasn't this election fixed? I right. saw it on the website a couple right. days ago. Well, what, what is where? How come on? 
bring the lawsuits. <laughs> the, uh, the Trump statement, did you see the Trump statement about it and the obvious fraud that's taken place in order to, to, to give Gavin yeah. Newsom a victory? You, you saw somehow, and this will shock America, Donald Trump made it about him in about two sentences. That was, that was the most surprising thing about the statement that was released, is that he was screwed twice in California, Donald Trump was, in 2016 and 2020. He clearly won the state. But because uh, the, of, of fraudulence, he was not allowed to win. And it, it, the same sort of thing has bitten Larry. Oh, what's his name again? And that that's essentially the Donald Trump statement. Right. All right. Now, now I want to throw in here, and, and this is too stupid to talk about, and I'm going to throw it into this little California segment that we're almost done with, which is what I said we would talk about yesterday that we never got around to because it was too stupid to talk about then it's still too stupid but it's worth mentioning the idiotic dress that uh alexandria ocasio-cortez wore to this met gallery thing which is an event that nobody knows what it is I, I, I just hear it. It just ends up on Entertainment Tonight, and it's, here's the Met Gallery. Here are people dressed up like fucking crazy-ass people, and they're raising money. It's 35. I still don't know what that is. I thought the Met Gallery was when they got together the 69 and the 86 world champion Mets teams for some kind of confab uh, at the Javits. But I'm wrong. I know that. <laughs> Absolutely uh, wrong. Right. But, but, but here's the point. Uh, AOC should now meet in Chicago with Gavin Newsom, and they should eat at the most expensive restaurant in Chicago Uh, to uh. celebrate their liberal greatness and give more fodder to Fox News and the right-wingers to call them hypocrites for for being so fucking tone-deaf. In, in doing that, that's all I have to say about her. She, you know, she's so, she's very smart. She's a great question. I agree. She comes prepared to all I the agree. hearings. But Jesus Christ Almighty, you don't mimic uh, uh, Melania Trump, who who wore that that stupid thing. I don't care. Do you? Um, yeah. Why you, do you care? Whatever. This isn't about. Uh, should we tax the rich more? Of course we should tax the rich more. That's not the point. That's not the discussion here. It's not about whether you're for higher taxes on rich people or not. It's doing it like that, where you're, you're trying, you think you're converting anybody. You think you're, you're, it's a bad idea. It's stupid. And quit giving them shit to pour on top of you. Quit giving Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson talking points to talk about that forever and to show a picture of you forever as being out of touch when you claim to be for the poor people. Look at you. Don't do it. It's stupid. And Gavin Newsom, of all people, he knows better now. I hope he learned his lesson because when you strip away everything, the reason, the physical reason he was subject to being recalled were all the pictures of him at the French Laundry at that restaurant. I mean, it's it's crazy. It It is nuts. All of that shit cost that cost the state two hundred million dollars. That was the two hundred million dollar dinner. That's essentially what it was. You know what? That didn't even count the tip. No, tip, not you know, even with a tip. A good tip would have been what thirty million on top of that. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, thirty million is generous. Um, so that's all. I think that's the problem. I think that's the problem. All I got to say about her. I think the problem with AOC to extend the discussion for five more seconds that you talk about issues very bright. I think, and she does, and she says a lot of the right things, and she does. Uh, sometimes she has some extreme positions, but a lot of times she does not. 
I think she has trouble, and I'm not excusing the behavior. I just before I say this, I'm not excusing, and I'm not saying it's helpful. I'm just saying she does. She has trouble dealing with the t- attention that she gets, and sometimes she wants to play up on that, and she doesn't really understand how it's going to fuck things up. All the media attention, all the spotlight, and stuff like that, and then on very rare occasions, she does things like she did at the Mecca. I think that's the problem. You get a little bit of of a taste. I'll give you I'll give you an example. When Cal Cunningham here in North Carolina was running for the Senate and he got just a smidge of national attention, he didn't know what to do with it. He immediately unzipped and he fucked everything up because he, he didn't know. He, he never had that sort of attention. Women flinging themselves into his DMs and shit. Like, well, sure, I can fuck her. So you, you have to have some sort of circumspection in order to deal with all of the attention you're going to get and know in a, well, in a way how that's going to affect things. I'm glad you brought that up because I guess we can talk about this now. Britt, you and I have had more women throw themselves oh. at us over the mm. years. Holy shit. I mean, and, it's so and obvious. We, we always manage to to walk away. Yeah, was, well, not always. Or, or be do honest. the right thing. Yeah. And, but, um, but but uh, uh, that's not an accident when you do what she did. Okay? No, I they're, agree. They're, I agree. This is the old, why wasn't there someone that said well, to her, Blank, blank, you know, and and the answer is there never is and there never will be. That's all I got to say. It's, it's, right. not, it's not an accident because it takes months and months and months and months and months to design that dress and get the right. message and thousands of dollars right. and all that other shit. A follow-up to something that we had on yesterday's Brad and Brit cast when the uh, excerpt from the Bob Woodward book showed that General Milley called up China to say, look, we're not going to bomb you. We're not going to attack you. Donald Trump is just being an asshole following January the 6th. Everybody just stand down. Trump issued a statement, of course, bitching, calling uh, General Milley, I believe a dumbass, quote unquote, Brad, was what he called General Milley. And uh, he says that General Milley should be arrested for treason. Brad, how quickly do you think General Milley is going to be arrested for treason? Should it happen this afternoon or right, certainly well, by Friday, correct? All right. Well, but, but before we, we, uh, 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 completely fall into the trap of talking about this story only from the vantage point of how Donald Trump reacted to it. Okay. Can we at least talk about what really happened yes. and what's really in the book and, and, and the facts and whether this is outside the bounds of legality or propriety or, or decency and uh, whether General Milley appointed to be the uh, head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff by Donald Trump. Okay. Um, so this was his guy It wasn't, uh, somebody that, that, that dropped in from heaven. So he knew him well. And they, they obviously worked together at, at some level because of course, General Milley escorted him into Lafayette square so he could hold up a Bible and General Milley, uh, doesn't want that to be the first entry in his Wikipedia page. So, uh, uh, he spoke to Bob Woodward and Robert Costa and, uh, made sure that this was part of the story, which I'm glad that he did. Mm-hmm. He, I'm, 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 I'm glad, I'll tell you what I did, if, if I can just read myself here. Last night at midnight, at midnight, wow. this is what I wrote. Let's see if it stands the test of, of time here. Um, only about uh, 12 hours or, or, or so later. All right, here it is. <clears throat> if General Milley's actions chronicled in the new Bob Woodward, Robert Costa book, while technically wrong and in violation of the chain of command resulted in his career coming to an end. 
He should suffer not a moment of doubt or shame. It will have been a heroic defense of the democratic process, the sanctity of the vote of the United States, along with a peaceful transition as was possible under the stress and violence perpetrated by Trump in trying to reverse the results of that vote. To have to put up with, and this is just one example, you named another one Trump, so I said last night, because we hadn't heard from Trump yet, to have put up with a phony, sanctimonious weasel like Marco Rubio, who uh, also is calling for the resignation of General Milley. This is the same Marco Rubio who voted twice during the impeachment trials to acquit Trump, hectoring and lecturing us now, still defending Trump, of course, in this case, right? Mm -hmm. uh, alleging that, what, General Milley was wrong in his assessment of Trump's mental state? Guess what? That's what he's doing if you're saying that Milley is the problem, not Trump. It's sickening. If Rubio and the other Republican cult enabler cowards had convicted Trump and removed him, none of this would have been necessary. But all of us, you, Britt, me, zillions of other people, folks in the government, folks all over the media from left to right to up to down were speculating that Trump was willing to do anything to hang on to his office even before the election that he lost. And then afterwards, we were all just, again, uh, buying up the toilet paper, hoping to get from November 3rd to January 20th without the world coming to an end. Because the wag the dog scenario, it was there. Donald Trump, he'd be the guy that would do it, right? Start a war. I got to mm -hmm. stay in office. Can't change horses in midstream, right? I mean, suspend the con. Right? We all thought that could happen. And to me, personally, I am glad that we had a General Milley who was also thinking that. But he could act on it. He could act on it. And he did. He acted on what I think were reasonable suspicions. And because 50 Republican senators minus one Romney twice had a chance to eliminate this from ever being a part of the conversation by kicking Trump out of office and convicting him, they got nothing to say. And what's the one phrase that, that has come up uh, over and over again? It, it came up a few weeks ago after what happened in Afghanistan. It certainly came up after uh, September 11, 2001. A failure of the imagination. We couldn't even imagine right. this would happen, right? And this is what General Milley was one step ahead of on. He did imagine that it could happen. And to go after him now in this way, I think is absolutely wrong. He didn't do anything illegal. He didn't make any promises that, that we would never bomb them and we would we would tip them off uh, if we were going to. We, we would send them a, a candy gram and announce we're, we're bombing in five minutes. Candy gram. That did not happen. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, so the Republicans, this is perfect for, for, for many of them, although – it looks like there is no unanimity on the Republican side on this either. I believe Tom Cotton, uh, senator from, uh, what, Alabama? Arkansas. Arkansas. This starts with an A. I can't yeah. tell the difference. It's a redneck and, state I'm, with a low vaccination rate. You're, you're, you're in that ballpark. It, it, exactly. Um, uh, he has come out in full support of General Milley, okay? And he's a, you know, he's a veteran, too. So, so he's got some cred on this. So... I don't think they're going to get anywhere with this. If uh, uh, 
I, I'm we're glad. Aren't you glad he did it? And, and by the way, remember, this wasn't just him doing it by himself. You know, the reporting is there. And guess where the reporting is today? It's coming out of Fox from that Jennifer Griffin, who's a good reporter. Mm -hmm. And she's got the story that it wasn't just General Milley uh, 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 driving over to Virginia to a phone booth and making a call to uh, uh, General Lee. <laughs> is which, that by how, the way, is by the way, is that, that how it General happened? Lee? He went to a gas yeah. station. He got some quarters and he went into a phone booth. Is that how he that's how he contacted right, right. China? No, no. He did it in complete concert with the uh, the the other members of the the joint chiefs of staff and the staff yeah. everybody knew what he was doing and they all signed on to it so no, but i, I like he wasn't the idea. crazy he wasn't I like nuts the, i like the idea of him driving a couple hours out of out of dc going to some du dusty bait shop somewhere in bumfuck virginia grabbing yeah. a phone booth, the last phone booth in america feeding it some quarters right. and getting in right. touch so, with china so i i think you know i think my first instinct last night i think it's right I, I, I think that uh, uh, General Milley should be thanked. And I think he's doing this in the, the uh, long tradition of when you have a president who is disabled at some level, but the legal process hasn't taken forth or he hasn't been kicked out of office yet. Uh, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. This is just that case. It's just like when Nixon in 1974, as impeachment was, was uh, about to happen to him and, and Watergate was about to, to, to talk. He, he didn't know what to do. And I believe the defense secretary then, James Schlesinger, yeah. did the same thing, the same kind of thing. It's been done before. And I'm, I haven't looked at the history on this for a long time, but I know Woodrow Wilson was severely disabled. I think he had a stroke. I don't think they told the public for a year well, or his something. Wife, his like, wife ran the country for like a year. Right. It was you know, it was weekend at Woodrow's in the White House. <laughs> They'd prop you know, him up. Barely hey, how you doing? Good yeah. to see you. Nothing yeah. wrong. Yeah. So uh, uh, and and uh, to see Colonel Vinman, the great Alexander Vinman, uh, go on CNN on on Tuesday night and uh, announced that this this was this is treason. This is this. He should be court-martialed. He'd vote for all this. You know, the guy who followed the rules when it came to uh, ratting out Trump and Rudy Giuliani and the rest of them for trying to pressure Ukraine. And that great testimony. We love Alexander Vindman. He's, uh, he's a guy that goes all by the book. And he says he did what he did correctly because he went through all the channels, right? And, and it didn't work. So he ended up getting called and, and, and telling his story to the public. Right. Yet General Milley, he didn't do the right thing, which, by the way, in this case, according to, to Vindman, if I can figure this out, what he means is he should have gone to Donald Trump and asked Donald Trump if he could override Donald Trump on this. And Donald <laughs> Trump would have given who's his superior. Who, who is his superior here? Right. The answer is, I guess it's only Trump. So yeah. that's I think Vindman is just he's just off. And by the way, Vindman, how well were you paid back? for going by the system the answer well, is trump didn't get trump didn't get convicted and your career got fucked over so i feel bad for you but i think you're wrong about this with general milley oh that's uh, yeah that is kind of a that is kind of upsetting that venom would have that particular take i think and remember there are there are legitimate legal stop gaps put in place for just not launching a nuclear weapon they were then they had the meeting at the Pentagon. Millie brought everybody together and he just I want to review the protocols for launching yeah. a nuclear weapon. 
You have to have my input. Certainly, the guy who's above me has to give it the thumbs up, but that's not the only approval that you need in order to launch a nuclear weapon. I have to be part of the decision. Right. Think about how smart, how obvious that is, but needed to be restated at that moment. Because if there was ever a guy who was going to say, I don't care what what, uh, Millie said, just do it. They, they sent us the China virus. We're going to send them a 20 kiloton nuclear bomb on Wuhan. We'll make sure there's never another virus that comes out of Wuhan. We're going to turn it into dust. He'd be that guy. Of course. He was that guy. That's exactly right. Well, it just it brings to mind Dr. Strangelove, doesn't it? It just did not, yeah. the, the Kubrick was, was so far ahead of his time. I mean, and they but, did. They, okay, I'm, can, I'm, can you imagine having a meeting at the Pentagon? Everybody grab a croissant, get your coffee. Now, I just want to go over the whole thing about launching a nuclear bomb. All right, this this is how how it's going to go. Just so you guys know, just so we're clear, because we haven't gone over this in a while. It's the same thing. Uh, this guy has to say yes, but also I have to say yes. This guy and also me. All right, <laughs> just 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 remember that. All right, everybody, have a great day. We're ha- it's uh, pizza day down in the cafeteria. I, I do have one solution that they, they could have gone to, but uh, this probably wouldn't have flown. They could have given Trump a fake nuclear football. You know, when you were a kid, we all had this when we were kids, that, that, that little plastic uh, dashboard with the, with the steering wheel on it, so you thought you were driving, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they should have given Trump so he could press a button and think he just launched something. You could have. There's uh, like a there's against like this, China, and then you know, yeah, video could come up that that, that showed what happens. And, and but the other thing that you you uh, mentioned, I'm glad you used the word because I'd forgotten about it. Here's one of the the uh, hysterical uh, characterizations of what went on. Now, Britt, that was a military coup. Mm. That was a military right. coup. Now, right. who's saying this? Remember who's you got to remember who's saying this? The guy who was trying to engineer a military, a military coup. Well, no, 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 no. Um, um, Donald Trump. It, it, it wasn't a military. A military coup is where uh, you know, a, a general uh, has the, the the leader of the country murdered, yeah, right, yeah. or or, or exiled, says, I'm in charge. and then it's the, it's the Al Haig thing. Right, the Al Haig right, thing, right. right? But 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 that wasn't a military coup either. Okay? No, it was it was not. Uh, but wait, we tried. Wait, we gave it a shot. Right. So so for 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 this purpose, of course, it wasn't a military coup, but. A real coup was attempted yeah. on January 6th, right. a true attempt to overturn the peaceful transfer of power from one president to the next president via the constitutional process that was set out well over 200 years ago and has been followed faithfully every time. And so, as always, in what this keeps happening over and over again, you know, this is the hundred-year flood. This is a thousand-year flood. When was the last one? Oh, two weeks ago, right? You keep topping this, okay? Well, I, I okay. mean, I said, I think so, I said this last time was there were all these stories about people that would go, "Oh my God, he just said this thing," and it's like really disturbing. And you'd call over to the White House, or you'd call the Pentagon, and and Mark Meadows or somebody would go, "It's okay. We've got it under control. We're not going to allow him to level Los Angeles. We're not going to allow him to level San Francisco." Just it's it's fine, but you're, I right. I like the fake football thing. My my great nephew had one of those things when he was a little 
like one or two where you push the buttons and the sounds get made up and stuff on the little board. And you could have given him one of those things in a briefcase. He wouldn't have known the difference. Right. He would, he would not have known. And, and, and let me just finish my thought on the, yeah. the whole idea of a coup. Remember, the entire Republican Party, with very few exceptions, Liz Cheney, Adam Kissinger, uh, they have signed off on not only sanctioning what happened on January 6th, uh, but continuing to now try to pretend it never happened. Okay, so they supported a coup, and eight months later, what coup? Are you nuts? Never happened. Are you nuts? No, no, the real coup was General Milley trying to protect the planet Earth from complete destruction because we had a madman who had lost his mind. And again, uh, all the times that the 25th Amendment was talked about over the last three or four years that should have been invoked, that then the conversation would end. Why? Because we would say, well, there's no way. There's the fucking cabinet. There's no way. It was never going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that was whatever remedy there would have been at that point. It, it never occurred. So here we're, we're eight months past Trump's presidency, and we're finding out things bit by bit, piece by piece, and everything that you thought wasn't one fifth as bad as it turned out to be pick your topic pick your subject area trump was worse than we thought and um i i think it's uh, already happened if it hasn't happened it'll happen in the next five minutes of course as always there needs to be an investigation over what general we need to have hearings right so the republicans are constantly most of them Although, if I haven't looked to see whether there's a fairly unanimous um, um, agreement that Millie was was out of line, and there needs to be hearings on this over what's in Bob Woodward and Bob Costas's book. Bob Costas's uh, Robert <laughs> Costas's book. Okay. Does Bob Costas have a pretty good book about the Gas House Gang? I got to check although, that out. Uh, although I, I I could be wrong on this. Isn't Bob? short for robert but okay okay uh, yeah it is I yeah, think. yeah 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 it's, most so of the it time is different, but it is di- we know they're, they're they're different people but uh you know th- this is exactly the kind of thing that would go under the head heading of uh, here's another distraction here's another way to take your eye off the ball so it isn't the fact that trump by any rational measure from outside of trump was thought to have desires to do whatever it took to stay in office, including not just tacit support, but actual support of an assault on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. That's not the problem. The problem is now that we found out that there were at least a few adults in the room, which, you know, you're right. Mark Mark Meadows, by the way, was not one of those people. He, he was not one of those stopgap. He's full, that, that's bullshit. He, sw- he switched Meadows sides. is right now trying to get him reelected. That's bullshit. If yeah, Meadows thinks he, he's going to, nah, he switched. The irony, he, he switched sides and he gave the appearance of being an adult. But no, he's a he's always a dick. No, here here's the the the, uh, the the triple irony, maybe the quadruple irony of all this. Who turned out at least so pa- so far? I haven't read the book yet, of course, uh, to be uh, the the calm voice in the room. 
the the rational person, the one person who who laid down the law and said, "Don't even think about it." It was Dan Quayle. Yeah, that Dan was amazing. Quayle. That was amazing. In the book, Mike Pence is really struggling with the decision. He's getting a lot of support from. Uh, he's getting a lot of pressure from Donald Trump to try to change the votes and to try to break the law. And Pence doesn't know who to call. And of course, he's he's from Indiana. Dan Quayle is from Indiana. He gets the former vice president, Dan Quayle, on the phone. He says, what can I do here? What can I do? I'm, I'm getting Donald Trump's going to have me bayoneted on the front lawn. What the fuck can I do? And Quayle goes, forget it. You do nothing. You go in. You talk to the parliamentarian. You rubber stamp. You go home. And, and Pence goes, you don't understand. You don't understand. This, this Donald Trump's going to, he's going to kill me. He's going to shoot me into outer space. And Quayle goes, you can't do anything. You have no control over this. There is no veering out of the lane. Go in, do what the parliamentary parliamentarian tells you, and you go the fuck home. And Dan Quayle, in his own way, saved democracy. Somehow, some way, it happened. Well, <laughs> that that remember, is an amazing story. Remember, because uh, uh, Dan Quayle, it's true, of, of all people, he was the last guy yeah. to, to have to do what pence was assigned to do which is go before yes the uh united states congress and certify on the 6th of january that uh he had just lost re-election along with the president that he was serving george hw bush at the time so who, who so quail did it back then so who was so gracious Think about right. how gracious George H.W. Bush was in defeat. Think about how he stepped right. out of the way and everybody. Oh, and in other go, words, a loser. He's a loser. He's a loser. <laughs> he just, he, I was cheated. Uh, I bar. I was cheated. Got cheated out of the election. A lot of illegal immigrants. They were bundling the votes. Vote changed in the middle of the night. None of that should happen. And I want you also to think about a, a couple of other things. When Millie took, made the call to China. You've seen transcripts generally of what he said to the Chinese. Remember, he said, hey, democracy is a little sloppy sometimes. It's just okay. This is what we... No, it's only sloppy when you have dickhead Donald Trump trying to kill people in the Capitol. Well, That's when it's sloppy. Okay. It's not democracy's no, no, fault. Well, it's all it's always sloppy, but it's it's a uh, sloppy to the fiftieth power for the That's last right. five years. Okay, <laughs> I love Billy. Like, yeah, things get a little messy over here with democracy. No, only when Dick Ken's in charge. That's when things get fucking sloppy and things get kind of out of out of swords. That's what the problem is. Okay, sloppy. Sloppy is a plate in front of you, <laughs> exactly, with sloppy Joe on it, and it kind of gets on your chin. It, they're hard to eat, right? Yes. And, and, and it, in, in elementary school, in high school, they'd have those buns that were so soft. Right? Yeah. It just sh right. couldn't hold right. anything. That's sloppy. But Trump sloppy is food fight. Food fight, <laughs> 300 kids throwing food at each other. That's Trump sloppy. Most of the time, it's just one plate of sloppy Joe Yeah, sloppy. it's like a 15-month-old trying to feed himself carrots, those little carrot puree things. It's, just, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's in his hair. That That's Donald Trump, you know, with democracy. And Millie's just trying to explain to the Chinese guy, please don't kill us. Everything is going to be fine. Don't overreact. Just because the biggest dick in the world happens to hold the keys to the kingdom at this moment. He's getting ready to go bye-bye. Everything will be fine. Hey, but before we get out of here, I I, I, I got to bring this up. This isn't too stupid to talk about, although it really is. I am so hopeful that they nail that 
hunk of shit Madison Cawthorn to the floor. Oh, boy. For bringing a knife, bringing a knife to that school board meeting yeah. uh, last month in Asheville. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, I, I think they got him two ways from, from yesterday. And I think it's just perfect. I think it's perfect. This isn't even a case of, uh, well, he has some kind of uh, congressional immunity on the floor of the house. This isn't that at all. No, when you're when you're back in your home district, you're just another citizen. You got nothing, nothing to stand on. And there are just too many witnesses, too many witnesses that uh, 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 that he did this. And there there are pictures of him. And there's there's a there's a picture that uh, that we can see it has a knife uh, in, in the back of his wheelchair. I guess he could just uh, reach around, pull it out and, 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 and go for it, you know, kill Bill. Yeah. Right? You can't see on the picture we're showing, but that's the yeah. Asheville citizen times. And yeah, there is a knife there. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Madison Cawthorn being the guy that took over from Mark Meadows as the representative from uh, Western North it's Carolina, perfect, isn't it? <laughs> it is it's perfect of, symmetry. Yeah. Well, I, I knew Mark Meadows was going to be a huge problem because he, he was the Koch brothers wet dream. I mean, they, they, they saw that guy and found they were just threw mon money at him. I, I'm not really even sure. I, I guess he felt like since they, they changed the gerrymandering that he wasn't going to be able to win in Western North Carolina. And he decided to take that dream job of being chief of staff for Donald Trump. But I always felt like no matter what happened for, for Mark Meadows, as many times he wanted to run, the Koch brothers or the Koch brother uh, would throw as much money as he, he would never be underfunded in any election, any campaign. That's what I'm trying to say. They, they right. love that guy. Right. He was right. he was absolutely right. their boy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. OK. Uh, you got anything else too stupid to talk about? I'm, I think I think I've I'm emptied spent, my mind. Um, I think I'm, I've completely emptied my mind. Uh, I'm through. Uh, God damn, 1140, 40 minutes after the polls closed. And then, mm -hmm. then the notifications come on your phone that that it was that it was over. Oh, by, yes. by the way, yes. Uh, and, and, you know, the big argument today on that is, well, does that mean anything for the rest of the country? Or is this just a a California story and of course california is different blah 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 so it's blue state blah but doesn't count uh i think you could get a little bit more granular than just uh talking about california in total because uh as you know if you look at the map of the way california votes it's it's unbelievable that there's this splotch of red that runs through the north mm -hmm. where again just like in a place like north carolina the red places are the counties where there are no people, just a lot of trees, small uh, towns, forestry, and it runs down through the Central Valley, the agricultural areas, Bakersfield, Fresno, through the through the, the middle of the state. But the, the entire coast, the entire uh, west coast of Florida, of Florida, California, is uh, that's blue, blue, blue from, from San Francisco all the way down, uh, even to San Diego. But here's the point. Point is that uh, even... Uh, counties like San Diego and Orange County, which voted for Biden in the election that used to be considered rock solid Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon, Republican stronghold counties. That was that Ronald Reagan is dead. Richard Nixon is dead. Go ahead. Finish. The <laughs> I wish I was dead. I, I was dead. No, no, that it's a. <laughs> <laughs> that's over that that's over so those counties vote gave uh joe biden uh pretty good wins 
and well, they that's also why, voted for yeah. they also voted for Gavin Newsom in the election in 2018, yeah. and they voted by equal or greater margins this time to keep Gavin Newsom where he is. So at at some level, you can take that as a this is a repudiation of Trumpism. They tried it to is. nationalize the election. It they is. tried to do that, and 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 you know what? Guess what? There there aren't enough people there to do that. Uh, but I, that's again, why I, I think the Orange County yeah. results are so so telling. Because if anybody was going to do crazy Donald Trump, uh, you know, this guy being the black Trump, no. Then Orange County did not. Orange County saw through the madness and said, "Hey, we're going to turn out, and well, we're we're going to go against and, this." Right, and 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 again, Orange County. It's a it's a big populated county. I think there's it like is. three or four million people there. It is, um, and it's it's not what it was back mm-hmm. in Nixon time and Reagan time. That's correct. It's an extremely ethnically diverse county now. It was. Uh, I it, it's think just, it just is. The I China, think in 2018, I, I believe during that 2018 election, uh, they they didn't have a single Republican going to Congress. I think it was all Democrats that came out of that right. those districts there. Now, right, I, but, that may have in, changed. Right. But in 2020, though, the Democrats lost a couple of seats yeah. back. They, they lost a couple of seats back. But it would um, have never been. But what, hap- what happened yesterday is yeah. a good indicator it that is. Uh, the future is, is fairly bright for. And, and by the way, if the Democrats are going to hold the House of Representatives, if they have any shot, they've got to hold, you know, all seven yeah. of those uh, seats that are in Orange County. Yep. Uh, and they, they certainly, they always hold whatever number of seats there are in Los Angeles. Well, LA must have 15 con, who knows how many they have there. They got 10 million people. So, um, uh, it, it, it doesn't mean anything, but it means something, (laughs) right? 